Hey everybody, so I am here with my very best friend, Shannon Marable. Hi guys. And we wanted to sit down today and talk a little bit about our friendship and share with you five characteristics of a true friend based on the experience that we have had um, in our friendship over the years. So Shannon and I, we've been friends for 20 plus years. We're actually kind of like family. Well, not exactly. Um, <laughs> my mom's best friend and her stepmom. Our sisters. So there's this weird like feeling like our entire lives maybe we were like cousins but we're not in any blood relation whatsoever. So um, I think that her dad um, had started his relationship with my aunt-ish <laughs> when we were about six or seven years old. So we've been like together that long. And it's crazy though because, you know, we we've there have been periods over the last 20 years where we have talked. There have been periods where we haven't talked. And I'm talking like for years we haven't spoken, but we always like have this weird way of finding each other and it's it's just such a a great little friendship that we have. I mean, we've been through a lot of trials and a lot of issues and a lot of different things and 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 but we're working through them and I think now we're kind of at the best spot that we've ever been. We're very respectful of our friends you know, we, we know boundaries. We, you know, respect each other's marriages and parenting techniques and different things like that. So we're in a really cool place. So we wanted to talk about, like I said, five characteristics of a true friend. And, and the first one we wanted to discuss was accepting of other friendships. She and I, we have very different friends. And very different. <laughs> I have a group of girlfriends. Like when we lived in Pennsylvania, I got really close with my girlfriends and, and you know, in my church and, and my church groups and, and different activities. And sure, they were like, you know, my besties at the moment, but it didn't matter. I was still on the phone every day with, with Shannon down here in Florida, you know, and, and we had like this really close bond and, you know, we don't compete either. No. Like there in, I guess, basically the best way to put it is that there is no, there is no one that can replace Katie for me. And there is no person that can replace me for Katie. Right. And we're not, we're not saying that, you know, that we're better than anybody else. We're just saying that for us, it's the best fit. Like, yeah, we don't we don't have anybody mm -hmm. that can compare. Right. And I, I think, too, like, I feel like, you know, everybody we always talk about, like, in love, when you find your partner, when you find your, you know, your soulmate, you call them, you know, that's my person. But I think that we're also supposed to have a person as far as your friendship. And, and you're my person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so. I do want to say, though, that. I tend to go to some of my other friends for different things. I don't always come to you for everything. And and that's what sometimes I mean by also do not compete. You should see the look I'm giving her. <laughs> <laughs> but really what I mean, though, is that, um, you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time on Bible study. And I spend a lot of time jumping into this entrepreneur lifestyle. I want to build my own business and I want to do these different things. And as much as I love Shannon and as much as she's always going to be right there for me, she's just not that friend. She is not going to be that friend for me that's going to say, okay, Katie, take the leap. 
you know, or you have to act in faith. No, she's that friend that's going to say, I don't know, this sounds expensive. (laughs) Or she's going to say something like, this isn't realistic. Or you need to be honest with yourself and, you know, all of these things. As to where I do have another friend that I constantly run to for those types of things. And, And so, but you also... You have other friends as well that you turn to for different yes. things, things that you don't, you know, necessarily come to me about. Now, most of the time, we both know about each other's, I you know, different circumstances. We still talk about it, but when we're looking for advice in different situations, we are open to the fact that we both have other friends, and we're open to the fact that we both spend time with other friends. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, it's okay to go and do something with your friend Kayla, and it's okay for me to go and do something with my friend Erica. Now, usually, we have to coordinate with each other and say, look, I'm not going to be available today because I'm with Erica, you know, but it, you know, we, it's just that understanding that we have with each other, but we're both really open about other friendships. And so I think that that's really important. And it's, it's good to have that healthy relationship with each other. We communicate and that's a big deal. So, um, the next thing, number two is, uh, that one of the characteristics is to be well balanced. Shannon and I, we have a really well balanced friendship we were just kind of talking about that where we communicate a lot but we also make a lot of time for each other I think our husbands can probably like again (laughs) but in all reality though we do make a lot of time for each other and we don't do it necessarily like I can remember before Shannon went back to work because you're a working mom with three kids and you have a husband that's out of town and you Mm -hmm. you towed a lot of the weight at home by yourself but before all of that started We used to spend every waking moment together. Together. Like, we would raise our babies together moment by moment. We shared diapers and wipes. Like, we... We, I mean, we just did life together all the time while our husbands were at work. And, like, that's just what happened. I mean... If if Shannon was invited, they knew that Katie was going. (laughs) If Katie was invited, they knew that Shannon was going. Yeah. It was always and, that way. Yeah. And, and I mean, we were just like, we would have these friends call, you know, like I'd have a friend call. We had, a, we had another friend years ago that we were close with. We were like a trio mm-hmm. and we all had babies at the same time. So we would all keep, you know, she'd call something and be like, Hey, where are we at today? You know, it's like, okay, we're at Katie's. Most of the time we're at Shannon's because she always had a bigger house and she always had more fun stuff at her house going on. So we would all go over there and we just hang out there and we would literally be up to no good. I mean, we just did nothing but sit and hang out and be in the presence and we just raised our babies together and that was just kind of like what we did and we had almost at that point it was almost too much we made too much time for each other like I you know and eventually we all had to grow up Shannon went back to work and unfortunately and she's been you know doing all of that and and then her husband started working out of town a lot more often and it requires you to kind of be single mom it feels like sometimes when your husband's not home during the week and you're toting three kids and so you know you have a lot more responsibility I have a lot more responsibility but what's weird is that both of our responsibilities are a little different you know, yes, and, and yes. like, but, you know, it, we still manage to make time for each other. And, and, you know, we're always available, you know, for that phone, phone call or, yep. you know, I, I'm always calling, hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can I borrow your truck? Hey, can we this? <laughs> hey, can I? And she's always there. But, you know, we do make time for each other like we are tonight. You know, yes. we're kid free and we're yes. spending time a Friday evening together and we are recording a podcast. So we're having a good time. Um, you know, one thing too about us is that our, our friendship is never one-sided. I do for you and you do for me. 
You know, yes. sometimes it might feel like there's three things for me and then one thing for her. <laughs> but there are seasons where she'll need three things and then I only need one. You yeah. know, and, and we total the weight a lot where we go out to eat. And, and like, I'll pick up the check this time. And yeah. you pick up the check next time. And I'll this and all that. You know, or we're struggling, mm -hmm. you know, with different things. Like, I'll do this this time or, you know, whatever. And so we're, we're not a one-sided friendship. We do for each other. I mean, even if you weren't asking me if something that you needed, if I knew that's what you needed, I would offer it up. You know right. what I mean? Like when you have your kids' birthday parties coming up, you're never going to ask me to come decorate. No. I just volunteer. Exactly. Because I know that deep down you need that help. And she also knows that I'm not a very good decorator <laughs> or planner. Right. So, so I have knows. to tote the weight here. If if the child wants a decent party, <laughs> Kiki has to arrive early. Like yes. there's just no, I mean, I can remember last week or what was it, a couple weeks ago because her birthday party was last week. Her oldest daughter, Bailey, she was sitting there and I pulled up. Pinterest I was like so Bailey what kind of birthday party do you want and we picked out the whole theme right there front because mom would have never done it no. like she just would have been like okay pink and purple balloons yeah we're good get the water slide <laughs> like that's all she would do but you know it's kind of fun because I'm like right there saying oh no you need a unicorn or something like get a fancy cake do something fun so it's like you know we're always kind of doing for each other and it's 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 kind of fun in a way um one of the things that Shannon likes to say recently is it's always an adventure with Katie <laughs> <laughs> and it really is let me tell you something I've always got something going on but um you know we're also we're very like-minded we think a lot alike we have a lot of the same beliefs as far as raising our children Yes. And and that's hard to find. Yeah. Like, that is very hard to find. Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends do not, like, they, I mean, discipline-wise, they don't. It's different. Yes. I know. Very I know. different. And, and I can, and I can trust that when my kids are in the presence of Shannon, they'll get disciplined the exact same way I would do it at home. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I can always, I always know that, you know, we're on the same page when it comes to, you know, the way that you speak to your parents, the way that you speak to adults in general, the way that you approach other people. You know, we just have these, these, this type of discipline and, and it's very like-minded and that's really nice. And, and we I also... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I think that it's a lot of how we were raised. Yeah. Because we we are lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. So we grew up the same way. Right. Like, I mean, we were instilled right. with these things. Yeah, these values. And right. so our family passed this on to us and we are responsible responsible right. for doing this to our children exactly like it's yeah and here she is finishing my sentences so <laughs> sorry <laughs> anyway so moving on to number three is um you know one of these this is a really important characteristic to me and and, and shannon will tell you that i feel very strongly about this but a positive influence Yes. I am such a stickler about having people around you that make you a better person. I I thrive on people like that. And I, I do very poorly around people that are toxic and around people that are, you know, negative um, influences. They have a lot of negativity in their lives. You know, I don't do well with that. And I no. feel like my, my group of friends, I always say, you know, I don't mean to come off as stuck up or I don't mean to come off as, you know, 
snobbish or anything like that because I don't, I meet people and I don't necessarily jump into this bandwagon of being their best friend right away. And, you know, I've done that before and it's, it's really crashed and burned in front of me. And, and I have to start looking at, you know, quality over quantity and, you know, the, the types of my friendships, they're so important. And so I have to have people in my corner that are willing to, you know, do this whole crazy life with me and people that are going to help me become a better person. And so, you know, it, it's just, I, I, I have to have that. I'm such a stickler about it. But one of the big things too, is that I can open up about my personal struggles. People that are positive influences aren't going to judge me. And I don't feel like you judge me. I can open up about things that I wouldn't talk to about any, with anybody. I mean, I may right. not even tell my own mother. I wouldn't tell my husband. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I can open up with those about you. And then maybe you can give me some insight about, you know, Maybe we've something. been going through the same thing. And we didn't but... want to tell each other. Right. Exactly. And so right. it's like, no, you don't know until you say something. But mm-hmm. who are you going to say that something to? Right. You You're know what I mean? Right. You are the one that right. I would come to like, and say that. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, all judgment aside, everything, you know, I'm just going to tell you how like, like how it is, how I see it, and what I think you should do. You don't have to listen to me, but, you know, here it is. And, and we both can trust that we're going to do that for each other. And so that's really important that, you know what I mean? Like we can, and there's a lot of times I can read in your face that you're going through something. You know, a lot of people say, Shannon, (laughs) you need to watch your face because I, I am not one to, I I try not to say aloud what I'm thinking, but apparently my face (laughs) thinks it's a good idea to show how I'm feeling. I know. But see, that's the thing, too, is that even though I can read your face, you would tell me. You would would talk to me about it. You wouldn't keep it aside. There was an instance a couple of weeks ago, and I made Katie very upset by what (laughs) I said, but I wasn't saying it in a negative way. I was trying to make her see my side of things and she didn't talk to me for a whole day no no a day <laughs> like, and if you knew katie and i that's a long time it is like, it is a long time and i apologized and everything and she still wouldn't write me back and i said well okay i'll just leave her alone and then the next day she called and acted like nothing ever happened, and I never brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's, you know, when I picked up the phone, I thought, okay, I want to move on from this, so I'm going to act like nothing ever happened. So, see, like, we were reading. We knew each other's <laughs> language right off the bat because we knew each other that well. So, it just, it works out that way because, you know, we hadn't talked about that again since, and we're not going to. <laughs> we're not. Okay? We're no, just we're not. not going there. But, um, anyway, you know, one another thing about being a positive influence and having a positive influence in your life and your friendships is I like having people that I am proud of in in the presence of other people. I, you know, I struggle with the fact, and I was talking to you about this, about how I recently attended um, an event. And in that event were people that I was sitting next to that I normally would not sit with, okay? But it just, the circumstances had all brought us together. And um, we were sitting there and and we were actually in a church. And... um, as you know, I am a, you know, <laughs> pretty Christian, you know, I have a very Christian belief. So I'm, I am a follower of, of Jesus. And so it, it appalled me and I was very taken back, but like 
this girl that I was sitting with all of a sudden started just going off with F-bombs and all of this just horrible language and, you know, and I'm going, oh no. And there's people in front of us that were listening to this and, and they didn't say anything. They were very respectful. And I was very respectful because deep down this person was not technically my friend per se. I just, you know, we are acquainted, we're acquaintances and we were in this circumstance together for whatever reason. And, and, you know, this was just happened to be what was happening. And, and I was so uncomfortable. I, I just, I felt, and I, you know, after I left that, I thought, you know, this is why I have the friends that I do is because I know that my friends would never pull something like that. Even if you were thinking in that way, you're never right. going to act that way, especially in a church, okay? Yes. Like, I just knew that all of my friendships, when I go out in public with those people, I'm proud to be standing next to those people. Right. You because know? they're making a positive influence in your life. But in their own, too. They have their yes. own morals. And, and we're, again, like-minded. And we believe that, you know, this is not a way to hold yourself in a public setting, especially in a church and, and you know somebody that's a non-believer wouldn't see it that way and so that's why I was very respectful of the situation I didn't say anything but it still made me very uncomfortable and it and it was a big reminder to me as to why I am so particular about the types of friendships that I allow in my life because somebody like that could have brought me down if I would have allowed myself to continuously stay there and, you know, fraternize with this conversation that was just, it wasn't very good to begin with. So, you know, I, I'm just very funny about stuff like that. But moving on to number four, and this is one that we'll probably sit and talk about for a while, but the, the, the fourth characteristic of a true friend is fun. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you something. We have had some fun in our day. I can remember. Okay. She forced me. And I, when I say forced, I mean forced. She made me go ride these adult golf, like go-karts. Okay. At the mall. It was very fun. She loved it. I did love, well, okay. (laughs) Hold on. Like the first time that we went, okay. Like I thought I was going to die. And I don't, I don't mean that. Okay. Like everybody's laps. It was like, what were they? Like 19, 22 seconds. Between 19 and 22 seconds was everyone else's on the tracks laps. Like their time to get one lap. Me, I think I was at like 33. Like it took me 33 seconds to get her on one lap because the entire time my arms are clinging to the, to the steering wheel and I'm freaking out. And here she is like passing me like every few seconds. I'm like, my word. And I'm just sitting here and I'm just like free. It got to a point where I was like veering off to the left so everybody could just pass me. Like, just go. I'm I'm just in survival <laughs> mode here. Like, I was so scared. But then we went back a second time. And that's when she T-boned me. <laughs> we T-boned. <laughs> I remember. And, and my time, though, was much better. You want to know why? Because I ruined her time. Because when we T-boned, <laughs> our time stopped. And, and my time suddenly did not become better. But it just made everyone else's worse. So it worked out completely perfectly. Because I was, I was determined. I'm not letting her pass me. And I would go to the left. She'd go to the left. Like, she would try to be a right to pass me. I'd be a right really fast. She could not get to me. And it was just fun. But let me tell you something. That was not so much the fun of the first night that I think was the most memorable. Okay. So we did, there's also an arcade in the building of this place. And at the end, we, she and I were in there. Okay. Two grown women. Okay. 
at this arcade spending all this money. And so we get to the, the counter where you retrieve your gifts. And oh, there, my okay. <laughs> there were these <laughs> pencil holder cap things. And they were like in the shape of animal noses. So this one, one of them that I got was a, an elephant trunk. Okay. Don't get weird. But it was like <laughs> an elephant. So it was like you put this thing on the tip of your pencil, like where the re- the eraser is, and you write with it. And as you're writing, this little flimsy elephant trunk is like fall- flying all over the place as you're writing, you know, something down. Well, Shannon decided that it would be more fun to stick this on the tip of her finger. And as we're driving down the road at 11 o'clock at night on our way going home, she's flinging the, the elephant trunk out the window <laughs> at cars as they're driving by and she's going and then like she would she would look over at me while I'm driving and she'd put the tip of the elephant trunk in front of my nose and go and I'm like what is this girl doing we are grown women but she was determined to have fun with that elephant trunk but it was just it was hilarious and we just have stupid fun like that it's just we had a great time and i am sure that whoever is listening right now is probably (laughs) cracking up at that ridiculousness but i also wanted to share one more thing oh my goodness this one when shannon showed up she made sure to say it's always an adventure because we actually had a lot of fun (laughs) so my car broke down while we were on vacation and this was back in the very beginning of July. And w- that was very terrible circumstances. We had to, we actually went on vacation with my in-laws who flew down from Pennsylvania. And we had to drive an hour away from our resort to the Florida National Cemetery to have our grandfather um, laid to rest. rest. Uh, for that weekend and we had this whole thing planned family was meeting us over there we were all going so we get up that Saturday morning we head over there it's about an hour ride from Orlando to Brooksville where this was being held and (laughs) we get over there and immediately all of a sudden like we pull into the resort where our uncle was staying and we pull into a parking space. All of a sudden, my van starts making this screeching noise. We're, we're freaking out. Anyway, moving on. Um, my van needed a new serpentine belt and a harmonic balancer, whatever that is. So it was very, you know, stressful time. AAA comes out, tows my van to the nearest um, mechanic shop. The mechanic shop tells me that it's not going to be until Monday that they're going to be able to have my van ready. Well, our resort is an hour away. Our house is almost two hours away in a different direction. Like, this is my only form of vehicle, my only transportation, you know, and and this type of dealership on a Saturday afternoon could not supply me with a loaner car. So I'm like, oh no. So we managed to, our family manages to get us all back to the resort where we finish off the rest of our vacation. But Monday morning comes, I call Shannon up. I'm like, I need you to come get me from the hotel. She's like, uh, okay. So she as on her way. She calls me. She says, you're not going to believe this, but I'm having car trouble. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm panicked at this point. I'm like not being nice. I'm like, just forget it. You know? And she's like, no, I'm coming. So she and her husband, they come in his humongous pickup truck and they come to to pick me and my kids up. And so they drive, you know, the hour distance, they get there. And Shannon says to me, well, we're going to have to ride in the back of the truck because 
the only space available inside of the truck is for all of my car seats and all of my kids. So I'm looking at her going, oh my gosh, like this is over an hour ride from Orlando to Brooksville and we're going to have to ride in the back of a pickup truck. I was dead convinced, okay, this is illegal. This is against the law, Shannon. We cannot do this. And she's going, Katie, I looked it up. You can be 18 or older. Like, we're fine. I'm going, nope. So the whole time we're sitting in the back of this truck, I'm pretty sure 90% of the drivers that drove either past us, next to us, behind us, whatever, were convinced that this was also against the law. Okay, everybody. They, yeah, everybody was staring at us. Everyone. Like, they had never seen it or, like, we were, like... Out of the circus. Like, <laughs> and then, like, people are, like, looking at, and, you know, and her husband, because he's just a guy, and he had all this stuff and the tools and things in the back of the truck. Oh, my gosh. And I'm sitting here, and I'm going, I can't sit on top of this, Shannon. Like, where am I going to sit? So, we're probably sitting on top of each other, you know, and people, you know, their imaginations are going, what? These girls are not 18, okay? And they're, they're not, I mean, like bikini red i mean there's just no reason for them to be in the back of a truck yeah, like what no. are they doing back there and and the whole thing i mean the whole thing like you just tell these people were just like i don't even know that this what how it how can they get away with it we 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 came by an interstate and there was a state trooper sitting on the side of the road and i was like here here it is here's the moment and shannon's going just sit still and i'm just like oh my god like i'm just like freaking out and i'm just like sitting there like i have like no arms no legs i can't move you know and we're just sitting there and passed right by and he never came to get us now had we got on the interstate it'd be a different story but he didn't he yeah. just let it's us go it is illegal to be in the bed of a truck on an interstate However, if you're not getting on an interstate, <laughs> Dr. Google says <laughs> that it's fine. And so, lo and behold, it was fine. And we're getting there. And now, I mean, like, after the travel, you know, we're getting there. We we had to ride back there for an hour. I'm not kidding. Like, my head was spinning when we got out of that truck. But we had a really good time. We had yes. a lot of laughs. We were laughing at other people in their cars when they were staring at us, trying to figure out what they were possibly thinking. We had a good time. Like, I could, I could remember I was sitting the way that I had to sit. I was kind of straddling where the... <laughs> The fifth wheel the bar would go and and I'm sitting here and like we hit some bumps and I'm just like holding on to that thing in between the middle of my legs for dear life and shooting and I and I can remember at one point I like put my arms like I was riding cowboy you know, in the back of the truck <laughs> but we just had a good time and and things with us and our our friendship just we just have so much fun and it's it's really nice and I'm I'm really grateful for that because we've got a lot of laughs and if we ever sat down and were to go we over booked, oh man we would, would she sent me a thing the other day that said something about you're the Thelma to my Louise and I'm the Louise to your Thelma or something it's yes. like that is so true we can get ourselves in trouble even when we're not trying because we're just having a good time and it leads to whatever like tonight <clears throat> I'm sure our husbands are not expecting us home before like 11 because they know that we're together and they know that when we are together, we don't do exactly what we're supposed to. I mean, we are law-abiding citizens, don't just yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, yes, like, but we are out to have a good time. Yes. We, and we don't do this a lot, so our husbands are like a little more understanding. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
I know. This is one of those moments where we're making time for each other. But, okay, so all, you know, laughing and funniness aside, the number five thing that I think is, like, so important to any real true friendship and an everlasting friendship, something that's going to last for years and years, is that our friendship can also be taken very seriously. We can be really light and funny and, you know, all of that, but we can also be very serious. You know, Shannon was actually by my side through the death of both of my parents. Shannon actually was the one that made it to the room where my mother was, and she's telling my mom, don't you go anywhere, Katie's on her way here, you know, and, and you know, she was like, she, she made it there before me, and she stood by my side. When my, my dad passed four years ago, she was there too. And so, you know, I can, in the serious and in the hardships and the really tough times, like, you're there. You know, and, and if you ever needed me for the same thing, I would be there. It seems like it's always me. And it seems like I'm always in need of something. It's just not my time. <laughs> when it I is know. my time, I know you'll be there. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, at this point, I, I'm pretty much indebted to this girl for a long time either way. But, <laughs> but you know, I mean, like, we just, it's just nice that I can, I know that in all seriousness, when it when push comes to shove, you know, this, this process of me losing both of my parents and feeling this orphaned before 30 thing and, and going through this, I feel very alone. I feel like I can't really fall on any family, you know, because they're just not there anymore, you know, and, and it's very difficult for me. But, you know, like I told Shannon, you know, when my mom passed away, it's like she inherited me into her family. It's like when I would normally call family, I'm now calling Shannon because that's just what I have to do because I know that she will take on that responsibility. So I don't watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. (laughs) I do not watch any of that kind of thing. That is Katie's thing. That was mine and my mom's thing. And yes. And so Katie called me the other day all excited about The Bachelorette and I'm just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to listen to you because you're very excited about this. Yeah. But I have no idea where this is going. Mm -hmm. I know. So um, one of the things about, you know, can be taken seriously is we talked about this in the very beginning. So we talk often. Yes. And if there goes a time period that we have not talked like, we try to be respectful, but if there gets to a point where, like, okay, I'm starting to worry. Like, you know, Shannon has a thing where she turns off her phone. I don't charge Every it. weekend. Whatever the deal is, okay? But she turns <laughs> off her phone every weekend. It is off. You cannot contact this girl unless I called her husband's phone, which I try not to do as often as possible. But <clears throat> we can't. I can, you know, I can almost guarantee that from Friday night... To Sunday morning, Shannon is unreachable unless she needs me to be some, or unless there's a birthday party or unless there's something going on. But other, if there's no plans, you, you, you can't get hold of her. So you have to physically come to my house uh-huh. to get me. Yeah. So and I know I get all of that, but it, you know, for a few years it was kind of frustrating. It's like Shannon, you need to answer your phone. You need to keep your phone on. You needed this. You needed that. Now I'm just like whatever. It was today. Is it Saturday? Don't try. <laughs> you know. And so, but come say by Monday afternoon if I haven't heard from her. Okay, it's time to worry. If she doesn't answer me in one hour, (laughs) I'm calling for a a well check. Okay, like no funny business. You know, I just, I know that there's a point where when you haven't heard from someone for a certain amount of time, it's time to worry. It's like, okay, you know, are you dead? Like, what's up? Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have... 
we have that relationship where we kind of know when something doesn't feel right, even when we're being distant with each other. Like, you know, if I'm going through something and I'm not very talkative, she's like, what's wrong with you? You know, like we can tell. She she always gives me the nothing. I'm fine. (laughs) Yes. But, but I really do know something's wrong, but I'll give her that extra time and see if she'll come to me with it. If she doesn't, I ask again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again. <laughs> until she finally tells me what it is. But that leads me to the next point, too, is that we also kind of know what buttons not to push. Okay? We've pushed each other's buttons over the last 20 years <laughs> that we know what will tick each other off. Okay? Let me just tell you one thing that ticks me off more than anything. Do not tell me you're going to be somewhere and then not show up. Oh, my goodness. How many fights have oh, we had about this? How many times have I stopped talking to Shannon for a good 48 hours for this? Okay? Yes. She makes me so upset because <laughs> this whole weekend thing of not having the phone or whatever the case may be, it's like, okay, yeah, I'll be there at this time. And there's no Shannon. And I'm like, what is this girl doing? What? I thought she was my friend. Okay. Like, and you know, like I get so mad at her and I had done this for years and it finally got to point out and I told her, I was like, you're unreliable. I'm not asking you because I can't rely on you. And she's like, yes, you can. No, I can't. Okay. Like, no, I can't. But it kind of got to a point though, where she kind of realizes like, okay, I'm not going to tell her yes. Yeah. I'm never going to tell her yes again. I'm going to say, let me talk to Matt. Or yes. she's going to say something like, I don't want to give you a for sure answer, so let me get back to you on it. Okay, like, that's what she does because and she I'm knows laughing. if she tells me yes, I will hold her to it. Yes. And I will be so mad at her if she does not pull through. That's like this podcast. Mm-hmm. I was so hesitant to say, yes, I will do it this weekend <laughs> for sure. No questions. But then as the week, like, came to a close... I was like, Katie, can we do it on Friday? <laughs> like, because I know I I can Come do Sunday, it. Sunday, it's not she's yeah. not gonna be available. Yeah, so I knew better than to like drag it out throughout the weekend. So I was just like, let's do it on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, with my husband being out of town. It's very hard to make commitments on mm-hmm. the weekend. And I mean, I know that's, that's just another excuse, you know. And I've, I've tried over the years to make it better. I'm a little bit better than I used to be. Not much. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it has gotten better. Like, yeah. Katie's right. I have, like... Um, you just don't want to, you don't want to I just commit. don't answer. Yeah. Like, I, I give and her And I'll know right away. It's like, yeah, she don't know if she's going to do it. Like, I just, I can yeah. already tell right away. Just yeah. don't get your hopes up. So, um, but, you know, like, also, pushing buttons. Like, it's just, it's important, though, that we understand those boundaries. And it's important that we figured this thing out because we decided, like, okay, my friendship means more. Mm-hmm. than this like I am willing to make these changes for my friend because right. I don't want to lose my friend over something so petty or something so dumb so I think that you know th- knowing what buttons not to push and setting some really good boundaries and understanding you know what's really going to upset somebody you know what I mean is I right. think I think with with you I think one of your probably your biggest boundary 
I, I don't know. You know, I want to say honesty, but I also want to say it would have something to do with your children. You are like a major mama bear. And if yes. anything happened to your kids, even in my presence, like if it was, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> like, I just, I, I would fear the day. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, because I just, I don't want to push that button. I don't want to question, you know what I mean? I don't right. want to. Questioning nope. my judgment with my children is a big one. Is like the number one thing mm-hmm. that anybody could do to make me like. Livid. Livid. I know. <laughs> like I, my kids are my life and I, I would do anything for them, but don't question what I do. Yeah. Like that's just not. It's and not okay. I feel like that's the same with you. Like I get that way. Yeah. I do. Like, don't question how I'm raising my kids. I got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like this is this is kid number three. Like number you know, four. I, yeah. And number four. Like for I you. got like, this. Like you don't need to make a comment about anything because I know what I'm doing. Sure, I might get some things wrong, but as a parent, it's it's okay to let your kids see that you're failing sometimes. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't need somebody else chiming in, letting me know that oh I'm failing, <laughs> and especially saying it right in front of my children to let my children understand and see, mm-hmm. oh, mommy's failing. You know what I mean? No, that's something that we work out in inside of our home. So right. I totally agree with you. Like just don't even go there don't push that button right now there is a button like referring to when katie didn't talk to me for 24 hours (laughs) there are a few buttons that she doesn't like me to push but i do yeah because i care and she's the same way and so it's knowing the buttons really i know like it is like just okay i'm gonna push this one and i know it's gonna make her mad but it I needs have to. to be said. Yeah. Right. It needs yeah. to be said. Yeah. We're like, again, we're that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't take it from anyone else, but if <laughs> Shannon says it, I might listen. You know? <laughs> like, you know, for instance, um, even if it's something just so silly, I came into her, her job the other day and I had on a, a ball cap because I hadn't brushed my hair. <laughs> and she goes, You look ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm just like, who does this girl think she is? And you then, know? so then to pay me back, okay, I have my nails done, and um, they're a blue color, and Katie thinks they're ridiculous. I made so- it very plain and clear to her that if she didn't like my hat, I didn't like her nails. Oh, so anyway, but... You know, I just, I appreciate, though, that I have a friend that can be all five of these characteristics, and I know that going over the next 20 years, you know, we're talking about going back to Pennsylvania, and we have all these other plans that are not in this area, and that can put strain on our friendship, but where we've been, and we've made it work before, like, we'll make it again. You know, we talked about how, in the beginning, when we were talking about, right before we decided to record this, We had discussed the fact that we always have a way of finding each other. You know, actually, when we were kids, our, um, you know, my aunt and my, you know, our parents, they did not really, they had a season where they weren't speaking. And it took a toll on us because when they weren't speaking, they didn't want us to be speaking. We weren't allowed to spend the night together. We weren't allowed to, you know, have, you know, go out. We weren't allowed to go places. Nothing. We weren't allowed to do anything. And I can remember we lived right around the corner from each other for a very long time. And we would walk to the edge of the street as far as we were allowed to go together 
from school and then we would go our separate ways after that and then you know the next day we'd do the same we do the same thing and there I can remember sometimes we would stand at that corner for a good 30 minutes and chat before we'd actually go home because we wanted to have that time together and then you know uh Shannon she left high school a little early got her GED and I and I did not do that I decided to go all the way and which is fine but you know she she went her way and and started mm-hmm. life a little earlier and I did, I wanted to do the college thing so we kind of separated during that time and and you know she went her way I went mine and we were in such different places in our lives we didn't speak and we didn't really speak again and it wasn't it wasn't that it was a bad separation no, it was like just we, were... we just were in very separate places right. and so when she got married um I attended her wedding but I didn't stay the whole time because I was actually on my way to having my second or third date or something like that with my now husband. So, you know, I, I didn't, we didn't take each other seriously that like that for that period right. of time. You know, when you got married, I was not in your wedding. I attended no. your wedding. I didn't stay the whole time. You know, we were there for each other, but that was about it. Now, when things got real for us and we decided, okay, we're going to be best buddies again was when Shannon was pregnant. And I had just found out that I was pregnant. Our firstborns are six months apart. So she was um, very pregnant. I had just found out (laughs) I was pregnant. And we were at her baby shower. And we just all of a sudden just clicked. I attended the baby shower because my family was there. And Shannon was my, I guess, family, you know, (laughs) is how I looked at it. And so I just went to the baby shower for that reason. But then all of a sudden we're hanging out again. And all of a sudden we're this and we're that. And next thing you know, we're like best buds all over again. It was like sixth grade starting all over and it was nice you know and ever since then our friendship has been like you know steady on the go it's just been making steps in the right direction ever since and so anyway I just want to say that I love you Shannon and you are my person and I'm really grateful that we were able to sit down and share our friendship because I think that people some women are out there right now that they're struggling with a friendship that they don't know is this person a true friend is this person someone that I can really rely on at the end of the day can I go to her and tell her you know the the depths of my soul can I share those things with her that I'm afraid to share with anybody else if you have to question that though that is not your person yeah like we know yeah like there is no doubt in my mind that if there was something I could never tell anyone I could tell Katie right like it is there's no question yeah so if you have to question that Keep looking. Yeah. Because you haven't found her yet. (laughs) Exactly. But you will find her. Right. And that's, I mean, you know, and that's the most important thing is, is, you know, there are people out there that are like-minded. There are people out there that we will find, that we will have good times with, that will click right away. You know, people that we will enjoy a lot of the same things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that when it gets down to the nitty-gritty that that person is there for us. And I think, too, a lot of times is that we've, we have found that friend. But we've let our differences, we got into an argument, and we let our differences separate us. Or, like, a lot, and I'm not saying that religion is a bad thing. Right. So, please don't, please don't (laughs) take it like that. But a lot of people think, well, they go to church, I can't. I can't be their friend. And that is something that, you know, you and I actually endure right now. I mean, we have that great boundary in our friendship. Shannon, you are a believer, but you don't, 
you don't faithfully don't attend, attend church nope. and you know you 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 have your own reasons for doing that and that's fine and and you know my family and I we do attend church and we you know here I am you know trying to start this ministry but we have a very good understanding we have these differences but it's okay like right. there is still exactly. a place for us in the friendship circle exactly. to figure this out you're yes. still my person at the end of the day regardless of whether or not you attend church and so and but at the same time we are not unequally yoked because we do believe in the same thing we do have the same morals and you know i'm just at a different place in my faith than you are but it still makes it we're still best friends regardless right and so you know that's yeah that's important too yeah my point though is that just because someone attends church and you don't doesn't mean that you can't be friends with them right it doesn't mean that that person can't be your person it doesn't i mean yeah Exactly. And, and, you know, I mean, I just, I do see though that there is, I feel like there are a lot of women that feel as though they don't have a, a close friendship. And, and I can remember recently somebody said something to me is like, you're so blessed with your friendships. And I, I really am, but I have nurtured them. You know, I take right. care of my friends and I, and I, 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 I want to have more than just friendship with them. I want a relationship with my friends. I want them to know that they can rely on me. I want to know that I can be trusted. And so I have these morals that I stick to and they have granted me these great friendships. And, and I'm really grateful for that. And, you know, I think that you can be the friend that you desire, you, you yes. know what I mean? Like, if you want that kind of a friend, show that, show a friend of yours that you are that person and they will show that in return. I think that, you know, with us, it was just easy because we were practically babies growing up, but, but we did have our differences. There have been times where we haven't spoken. There have been times yes. where we did argue and that, that tore us apart. But the biggest, the bigger picture here with this was that we always found a way to come back to each other. We set our differences aside, just like we were talking about how, you know, you had upset me a while ago and, and, you know, peace was made. We said what we needed to say. We didn't bring it back up again and we moved on. And, you know, I know where you stand. You know where I stand. End of story. Like, that's, 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 that's that settles it. We don't have to keep rehashing. Re- right. We don't have to do that. You know, there are just because we are friends doesn't mean that we can we can walk all over each other or anything like that. There and have to be those because... positive boundaries. And just because we're like-minded doesn't mean that we're going to always have the same opinion about something. That's very true. We've come (laughs) into that as well. I mean, we're like-minded in the way that we hold ourselves, the way that we raise our children, the way that we, you know, conduct our marriages. We're like-minded in those ways, in the big things. But we have a lot of differences in the small stuff. And it's okay. Yeah. We don't... I hate smoking and this girl smokes. Like, I, you know... Exactly. I'm always, you know, you can't smoke in my van. You can't smoke anywhere near my baby. If you puff smoke in front of my baby, I will I will slap you silly, okay? But, but I have respect. I know. And I don't do this. Though. I know you do. But still, I mean, you know, we're like-minded, but we're also very different. And very and different. and sometimes that can complement each other. You are a person that can sit down and you can be comfortable. You're a content person. I don't know how to be content. No, you don't. And so we complement each other in that way because you're helping me realize, like, okay, Katie, it's okay with what you have. Like, you don't have to, you know, reach for the skies. And there are times where I want to reach for the skies and I'm like, Shannon's not the person to call because she's <laughs> going to bring me back to planet Earth, okay? But, you know, but I then mean, again, we are very different in that way. But then again... 
Katie's all the time telling me, Shannon, <laughs> you live above your means. She does. And I do not. <laughs> See, we're going to argue. So we should, we should just, just going to end it now. But anyway, you know, at the end of the day, we have a great friendship. And I'm really proud of it. And we've worked really hard to get it to where it's at. And I'm proud that we're to a point that we can share our fun and quirky friendship with other people. So see you next time on the Finding Her podcast.